What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, guys, Pepsi is giving its fans the opportunity to crack open and enjoy a cold, delicious s'more, or as Rachel would say, a s'more, uh, or rather <laughs> the ingredients of a s'more. So the soft drink company's new limited edition Pepsi S'mores collection was released today for the fall equinox, and it features three flavors, marshmallow, chocolate, and graham cracker. Fans are being encouraged to mix the three flavors just as they would with an actual shimore. Well, I'll probably say that, huh, Kepi? <laughs> so, a shimore. A shimore. So if you want to get any of these s'more-flavored Pepsis, what you have to do is you have to follow Pepsi on social media, and you have to share an image or description of how you s'more. That's what they said, just how you s'more, even though I don't know that's really a phrase, that's what they're saying. You have to hashtag it with Pepsi s'mores and hashtag sweepstakes. It opened today and it lasts until September 27th. So if you want to try the new s'more flavored Pepsis, you got to get on social media and tell them how you s'more or s'more, according to Rachel. S'more. really love, like it doesn't sound good to me. Does it sound good it to doesn't. you guys? Yeah, it doesn't sound right. Like I'll give you an example. I My favorite soda, because I'm not really a soda drinker, but my favorite soda, Cherry Coke. Um, I'm more of a vanilla Coke guy when okay. I used to drink soda, but I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay. So vanilla Coke, cherry Coke, but the notion of the graham cracker Pepsi with the marshmallow Pepsi with the chocolatey Pepsi individually, they don't sound good. And I don't see myself necessarily taking three cans of soda and pouring them into a glass and trying them so that they taste like a <clears throat> schmore. Hmm. I don't know about the chocolate flavored one, but and I don't really like vanilla flavored Pepsi or Coke because I feel like it tastes kind of like flat pop. So I would try the marshmallow one. But I mean, if I if I, I'm going to go on social media and I'm going to tell them how I schmore because I want them to send me some Pepsi because I want to try it. How do you schmore? Um, well, I guess I'm since I, I'm not going to be at a campfire anytime soon, I'm going to have to like send them a picture of a s'more in the microwave, you know. That's how you s'more? I mean, it's how I have to s'more. I mean, you know, she's got no choice. She can't, like, do, like, an open fire. You know what I mean? I mean, I could go down on the grills. You know, we had all these grills in my apartment complex. I can make a s'more on the grill, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Microwave s'more, grilled s'more. How do you s'more, Cappy? Um, I don't s'more that frequently, but when I do, I kind of have, like, a little uh, fire pit thingy, you know? And then I take the, um, like, kebab kind of, what do you, these things those long sticks you know the marshmallow roasting sticks yeah yeah, those right and then you put the marshmallows on it now i like my marshmallows to be like black i want them to be burnt up black because the outside will be crispy and then the inside will be melty and so then i take my graham cracker i take my hershey's right my hershey's chocolate and i take the, the the marshmallow and hopefully it melts the chocolate the only problem is i don't know if it's like this for you george but when i schmore the s'mores are just all over my hands. Like, I can't even get it into my mouth. The thing is falling apart. The graham crackers are crunchy. The chocolate is melting. The the, the freaking marshmallows are like walking through a spider web. They're all over my fingers. I can't get them off, you know? That's how I s'more. Sounds like you s'more like a five-year-old, Cap. Yeah, it's a messy thing, s'mores. They're very messy. Yeah, they are. Some but things are better messy, but not s'mores. I like them. I think they're fun. Have you seen this picture that Chris just sent us of Steve Mason in his bubble bath? <laughs> oh, my. 
my goodness. I just opened it. <laughs> I'm going to put it in the Sedano and Cap circle of trust. <laughs> wow. My God. And I'm going to ask for captions. <laughs> Jeez, oh, man. No, that is a great, like, Tinder profile pic right there. <laughs> wow. That is... um. So it's in there now. You can go to the Sedano and Cap circle of trust in the community section on Twitter. Uh, just go into the search engine or search area, I guess, a uh, little hourglass thing, and type in Sedano and Cap, and you can join and hang out and see uh, Steve Mason's picture that I just posted in there in his bubble bath. That's one of those pictures where it's like, I, I'm not really sure how I feel about it yet. Like, I'm going to have to let this one sort of... Uh, Marinate? Correct. What's going on with his uh, left ear, right side of the picture? It's like red on the top and red on the bottom. Let me focus in is here. Is it just Ooh. the heat? Because he's in like a jacuzzi, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Maybe I mean, he's got but, some hot bubbles on his ears. But they're like super red, right? Laura, am I missing? Am I wrong about this? Or like, You're not. But his ears look, are like super red. Yeah, both of his ears are red. Like burning, mm -hmm. like almost. Mason looks really thing. young. He looks younger in this picture. He looked like, what did he do to his face? It looks different. Maybe he got Botox. It's probably a filter. I was going to oh, say filter. Laura, filter is probably filter. right. Filter. Filteration. Yeah, I mean, yes. I use a filter. I'm mad at it. Yeah, everyone oh, really? uses filter. It doesn't even look like a filter, though. It just I don't use any filters. Like I don't different. either. I don't even know how to use a filter. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yes, you do. No, I do not. I don't. I also do not know how to use a filter. I guess. Well, actually, I do. You slide it right, like yeah. the, the, on the left side it. or the right side or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't use it though, so I don't know. I do when I do my lives because I look. Like always, yeah. you know? I checked out Bet your live last night for a second. You did. Mm -hmm. I was Beto, there for is, just a second. Uh, Beto is uh, is tweeted out on the Sedano Cap Circle of Trust. Thirsty Vato. Yes. <laughs> Thirsty and Chris Vato, says he's huh? trying to beat out Ireland for the better looking thing. He's That's upset. what I thought yeah. when I saw that picture. I was like, ooh, well, he's trying to give that him a picture. Yeah, that picture he posted the other day from the, the Rams game. He looks much older than like you know, then Mason normally looks in person. And so that's why it's just weird because this picture, he looks way younger. You put the two next to each other. It's weird because he looks like two different people. Hmm. Mace, what, well, what's different about your face? Please text us. Maybe you got some Botox. George, I mean, you look, you, you analyze it. You tell me what you think. I don't know. I don't know what Botox looks like, bro. No. All right. His he face looks tight. Use Botox. How many times? It's not my fault that at 45, I'm still very youthful looking. Very young man. Very young. Beto Duran sent me a text last night at 10.19 p.m. And, um... Oh, my God. Go ahead. You say that first, and I'm going to tell you what Beto Duran texts me. I'm one of these people that you can pretty much text me 24-7, and I'm pretty good at, like, getting back to you within, like, 60 seconds. 10.19 p.m. Is that too late to text somebody? I mean... Did you I don't know. I did. I, he, it depends. He, we sometimes we text during the, in the uh, in the in our group chat at that time. Texted me at ten nineteen p.m. last night. I texted him back at ten twenty. Conversation go. went on till about. I mean, are you, uh, 10 are you like thinking Beto's trying to booty call you? Like, what's happening here? No, I, I just no, I just I like that he knows that I'm available to him at twenty four seven. I mean, anytime he needs me. Does Rachel know that? Uh, she did not know that because uh, she and I were not. In the same, we, we don't get to sleep in the same bed together very often, you know? Mm. It's a big problem, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Big problem. Well, you know, you got to get in her calendly to get in their bed. Yeah, that's probably true. Stop but it's got me. It, it's got me. Say that again, Laura. Stop faking it. 
Well, I'm not faking it with Rachel. I mean, I've only faked it a couple of times, you know, yeah. and it was just it was an emergency situation, you know. Yeah. So Beto texts me today because, you know, Beto's doing the sideline for the game that I've got this weekend on ESPN Radio, Chargers and Jags here in mm-hmm. L.A. Let's go Jags. And uh, he's at, he was at Chargers camp today. I was getting updates on Justin Herbert and what he looked like at practice. It's good How's stuff. he looking? He say? Yeah. What do you say mm-hmm. about him? Do you say he's looking good? Does he say he's I looking mean, he comfortable? I mean, he showed me videos. He was throwing. Mm-hmm. In pads? Yeah. Boy, if I were Justin Herbert, I'll, let me rephrase that. If I were the Chargers... I'd be thinking to myself, we're home, we're playing the Jaguars. Granted, they just beat Indianapolis last week 24 nothing, which is why I know it's a kind of a weird like game to ask Fat Jack about, you know, Kansas City versus versus a, a team like Indianapolis, but you just got to figure that everybody would in, immediately think I'm going Kansas City big here, especially after seeing Indianapolis get smoked last week by Jacksonville, but again, if I'm the Chargers, if my quarterback has, I, what are they calling it, George? Broken cartilage? I've never even heard of that before. Cracked uh, yeah, cartilage? It's, uh, it's fractured, fractured rib cartilage. Rib cartilage. Yeah. Fractured yep. rib cartilage. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm in that situation and we're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars at home, I'm saying to my team, we can win this game with our backup quarterback. So you're saying you want Chase Daniels out there? This week, yes. I am putting Chase Daniels out there, bro. He's had 10 days, dude. I was told by someone that mm-hmm. is this is just someone who who worked in the NFL that doesn't has not spoken to, to Herbert none of that stuff not associated or affiliated with the Chargers in any way shape or form that said that that injury is something they're familiar with and they said you it's a day to day thing it's not like his rib is is fractured it's the rib cartilage which means that he potentially could play ten days later not saying he can't play guy's a tough guy. He really is. Uh, I th- I showed that when he came back into that game. Because if you remember, we were sitting there watching that game. Where were we? At Hennessy's in, in uh, Manhattan in, Beach. Yeah. yeah, and so we were watching that game, and he rolls out, and he's got 10 yards with uh, of open space and nobody in front of him. And rather than running, he actually threw the ball into the ground. He had, like, that look of disgust. And he barely threw it down, uh, to the ground. Like, it hurt to throw it to the ground. But later in the game, he threw another dart for a touchdown. Right. And so I'm impressed with the guy's toughness, and I know everybody wants to play, and I, my team, i got to be out there, and these are my guys, and I can't let them down. But you don't want to do more damage. And um, I would think that the Chargers have enough to beat Jacksonville at home, even with a backup quarterback. All right, we didn't get to the AD. Is AD being disrespected where he's ranked on this thing? We talked about LeBron and uh, and KD, which I think is somewhat disrespectful for sure. Uh, but let's get it to where AD. Does AD belong higher than where he's listed? We'll tell you where he's listed in a second. We'll be back in a couple minutes here on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right on. Love this song. Missing you. Yeah. Since you've been gone away, I'm missing you. I love this song, man. Missing you. No missing you. What my friends Friends say. say. Yeah. I think you guys found your karaoke song. George, we're good, man. Uh, Yesterday, my suggestion of us starting a boy band, we're good. No, stop, Laura. Don't say that. We are good. We're very good. We're very talented. In your head. (laughs) That boy good. He got talent. No, you ain't good. Come on, dog. We are good. No, we're not. Yeah, see, he said, I'm not admits the truth. Come on, George. Live in my world with me. We're great. No, no, I don't don't want to live in that world. We're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather live in the world where Travis is involved in the show because at least he's reasonable. Uh, and you can catch him each and every day, 10 o'clock here on this station leading into Mason in Ireland. Uh, if we do a karaoke night, Trav, are you coming? Hello? Travis? Laura? T-Raj? Is he there? He must Travis have really hated that idea. He didn't like it? Maybe he's still singing the song. Uh, I ain't missing you at all. Oh, he hung up on you. Really? Hung up on us. Oh, he hated us. the singing that much. Apparently. Since you've been gone. Away. Did okay. you guys hear the thing? No. Oh. I didn't hear no thing. It was like thing, and then that's like, or like beep. I don't know, but when the people hang up, it looks like. It sounds I like, like how you say he hung up on y'all. Well, yeah, not me, y'all. Right. I mean, he, he didn't <laughs> hang up on all of us. He was talking he to hung me up on y'all. Early. Like, he was talking to me while y'all were on break. Yeah. And we were, you know, chit chatting. That might be him. Hold up. Yeah, I want to pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> Might be him. Hold up. I'm holding up right now. Yeah. All right. Is he there now? Travis is what? 10 a.m. each and every weekday on this show. Trav, if we do a uh, karaoke night, are you in? You Dude, I swear to you. Dude, he hung Laura. up on y'all. He hung up Janice. on y'all. Is Laura, he what like... are you doing? He hung up on y'all. Look. Wait, what is going on there today? Mira. Did your girl wash her hair today first or what all, happened? First of all, <laughs> your girl did wash her hair. The nice. thing is on. He's on. Janice is my witness. I don't know, y'all. Like, I don't know what y'all want me to do. He's literally on right now. Okay, so he's not hanging up on us. Right. How he do we is. get Fat Jack on and not ca- and can't get Travis on? I don't know. Tell Travis not to hang up on y'all. Did he hang up again? Yes. There's like three times that I put him up. Is it possible that he's uh, as a bad not, cell phone connection? Right. Maybe, maybe no, he's not maybe, hanging up on us. Know. But I got witnesses up in here, and, and I was by myself. But thank God, Jenna's walked in. That I'm not like not not doing my job. Can I get a witness? Yeah, right. I do third, get a witness. Third time's a charm. Can we call him one more time? We'll call. I'll be in. up in the gym, just working on my fitness. He my witness. Hoo, hoo, hoo. So he texted me. I hear yeah. everyone, and then when George brings me up, and it drops. Oh, he ain't hanging up on See, y'all. Look, okay, Janice, it's ringing. Mm-hmm. I'm putting him up. Mm-hmm. Just put him straight on. Don't it even is. like straight on, straight What's on. What's up, Travis? Yo, Literally. yo, yo, yo. What up? 
Nothing. Oh. See? Oh. He ain't talking to you. I should take a picture of this. Hold Why up. is it? What Don't is he on the up. same line you called Fat Jack from? Yes. Dang it. Hmm. No, no. Okay, hold Come on. on. God, I hope this is Laura's How fault. How about just call him from one of the other lines? Why is it my fault? No, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying <laughs> I, mean, I hope listen, it is. Listen, at the end of the day, it's operator error on that end. As God, as I hope it is. I hope it's operator error. I do. I yeah, well, like everyone's at home. Blame the girl that is actually here at work. No, no. It's more like he hung up on y'all. So I'm just hoping that you sitting there by yourself with Janice, like maybe there's just something that got pushed by accident and then it's your fault, not our fault. And he didn't I'm, really hang I'm up sure on Christopher's us. Christopher's uh, at home being very reasonable about the way this segment is going at the moment. He thinks this segment's <laughs> awesome. This is his favorite segment of the show. I think. <laughs> He hung up on y'all. <laughs> okay. Well, try to let's try to figure it out. Okay. Let's Laura, since you washed it. your hair, are you having a good hair day? No. You're not? No. Really? Trav, can you talk to them? Because I can hear you when I put you on cue. What's up, Trav? See? You wash, not, you wash your hair today, Travis? Okay, so it's a... Fo- Laura, can you try another line? I literally called him from both of the hotlines and a, a, like a regular line. Okay, the phone's broke. We broke the okay, phones, George. the phones are broken. We There's broke them. We, we broke the phones. Sorry, Trav. We have broken the phones here at 710. Yeah. Phones are broken. Yeah. Call engineering. Yeah. He has a Comrex, though, too. I asked him if he could try uh, Comrex 5. Well, you know, I mean, we're already the, like five minutes here. into the segment at this point. <laughs> so, I mean, we've just been trying to get him on the phone. This is like the, this is going to be the lowest rated segment in the history of 710 ESPN. Disagree. Right totally disagree. Highest yeah. rated segment. You know why? why People love train wrecks. People yeah, love train wrecks. Can we make it happen? Can right. we get them on? Right. Okay. They're like, oh, my God, this is so bad. These guys can't get them on. It's broken. Yeah. They're vamping. Well, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, we could go right. into other stuff. Believe me. Let's Hello. just go. There oh, he is. Hey. Hey. Did you, did you hang up on us? Only a few times. Not not, not the first time, <laughs> but the second and third time, yes. But, but just to be clear, it was on me, George, and Lindsay, not on Laura, correct? I, I I don't think it's on Laura. I'm not going to throw Laura under the bus. I heard like the bell, you know, the bell dings, and then yeah, everything the ding. went quiet. So I didn't mm-hmm. know what was going on. Well, she just told us that you hung up on y'all, meaning us, well, not her. Could be, right? Could be. Who who knows? I just heard I heard the uh, the John Waite song. I was getting ready to break out Don Johnson with Heartbeat, and I never got to do uh, it. Oh, Heartbeat, man! Come on, that's a that's a gem right there. That's better than missing you, I think. No way. Oh, yeah. Come as far on. As like 80s one hit wonder guys. Yeah. Don Johnson. Come on, man. I'm looking for a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, Who says no to that? Song. Missing so, Trav, would song. Heartbeat be your karaoke song if we do our karaoke night? Oh, oh, that's got a that's got a really high note. Um, I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to wear tight pants. I'd have to have to do something to get me in there. Yeah, I'd give it a shot. Why not? Kind of like this idea, George. When are we doing this karaoke night? I really, really love this idea. When when one of the salespeople gets off their booties and sells it. You mean one of the marketing <laughs> consultants, one of the MCs? Yeah, them people, the marketing yeah, consultants. Yeah, those people. Yeah. Okay, did, gotcha. did you guys lose me again? No, no we, no, got, we you. got you. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I yeah. was just, I felt like I was being excluded. No, <laughs> no, no, we were just a pregnant weird. pause there. Yeah, talking no, around no. you, really. We no, weren't yeah, talking yeah, to I, you I, at I, that yeah, moment. Well, Laura's getting heated. Listen to what I say. Laura's getting heated in our text chat. So she's, she's, you know. I know when she's throwing extra crying, laughing emojis, she's not actually she's not happy with us right now. Facts, <laughs> facts, facts. So, straight anyway. facts. Um, so Trav, um, real quick, yeah, we were before we get to the Rams. Um, did you you see this NBA rank? Did you guys do this on the show today at all or no? You t- you're talking about LeBron at six. Yeah, LeBron at six and AD at twenty. By the way, like I'm yeah. curious to get your thoughts on just those two guys right now. You know, you know, honestly, they both feel I, – I, I love to get twisted up about this stuff, but those both feel oddly spot on to me. 
Hey, they, yeah. they, they, they really do. Like AD has been steadily going the wrong way for a long time. And six feels about right for LeBron. I mean, what is it? Year 20 that he's still six is borderline crazy. The guys that are ahead of him feel about right. The guys that are behind him feel about right. So I, I oddly, I'm okay with it. Yeah. See, I, I, my issue with LeBron is like, I can't put Nikola Jokic um, and Luka ahead of him at the moment. Why not? Um, you know, I don't think those guys are far behind it, but like I, I could make the case that he would be, uh, could be equal or ahead of them. Now, the guy I actually have the bigger issue with is not even a Laker. It's KD. Like you're telling me, KD's the eighth best player in the sport. Like I, I don't know if I could buy that on that. Well, if, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. The problem is the dude hasn't played in a while. He, he may come out and play like the eighth best guy because he's in his feelings again. You know, you know, you never know what he's going to be up to if they were talking like history and potential maybe but for right now that feels about right yeah i'm also not like nearly as offended by all this you know like to yeah. me it's just like okay hey lebron's team didn't make the playoffs last year and kd was trying to get off of his team so for me he's not a very good team guy and you know george came up with who he thinks the top five guys are i'm sure he's right but um, I'm just yeah. I'm also I mean, the not... only five guys that are left are Luca, Jokic, yeah. uh, Steph, Giannis, and uh, Embiid. Yeah, no, I those are the five guys. Shuffle the deck. Put put them however you want. It sounds. I mean, Giannis right. is going to be one, and I don't have an argument with that at the moment. No, no, and no, nor should you. What's interesting to me about it is if the Lakers are going to do anything, and I'm highly skeptical of that. Uh, you know, hypothesis <laughs> jumping. Well, off, Bogdanovich but... went to Detroit. What an upset there! Oh my god. Right? Well, at least it means they were waiting to do to to not trade away the picks. At least they said no, apparently, which is exciting. You know that they they do have that in their vocabulary. It's kind of fun, but you need to flip it right for the Lakers to be any good. AD needs to be six, and LeBron can be twenty. That's how. That's the only way it's going to work, right? Right. I, I don't, I I don't care if they're ninety nine and a hundred, just as long as they're both healthy. I mean, seriously. Well, if they're 99 and 100, then they're going to be exactly what they were last well, you, year. You right? know what I'm getting at. What I'm saying is it really all that matters is those two guys, and in particular AD, he got to play 65 games this year. At Maybe least. 70 games. At least. Yeah, I, I agree with that. No, look, Anthony Davis, I think LeBron obviously is, is LeBron, and we don't need to discuss that. But AD is the thing that makes this go. If he's healthy, they got a pretty decent chance of being a good team. If he's not, they don't. It's as simple as that. I mean, you can go around and around with all the ancillary pieces. If Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis from a couple of years ago, let's go. If he's not, then we're just, you know, we're tilting the windmills. It doesn't matter. Then let's not go. Um, <laughs> Trav, are th I saw this story in uh, one of the Rams blogs today that I found to be fascinating because the headline said something to the effect of, are the Rams turning into the Stafford Lions? And I hated that story. I saw that too. <laughs> but I do think there's something to be said about the balance they don't have with a guy who, I, I, you know, look, I don't know if you heard the Jay Glazer sound from Levitard last, uh, earlier this week or last week where he said, like, Matthew Stafford is still injured. His elbow is still hurt, and it was hurt last year too. And if that's indeed the case, and I have no reason not to believe Jay Glazer, his arm is not going to get better during the season. So I, I'm guessing the Rams are going to need to figure out how to run the ball and manage the game a little bit, shouldn't they? Well, yeah. The reason I didn't like that piece, George, is because it was way too spot on, right? Oh. <laughs> the reason it was, it felt very, very familiar because you're right. You think about it. First of all, if he wasn't healthy after an off season and treatments and whatever else they did, to your point, it's not going to get any better. So that doesn't fill you with a great deal of confidence about his health moving forward. They're down to their, this is game three. This is their third offensive line that they're going to play in three games. That's not good. 
you know, they, and, and because of injury and Brian Allen's going to be out for a while, but the guy that was filling in last week broke his ankle on the first play of the game. So he's out, he's done for the season. So now you're down to your third guard. This is, this is not a recipe to run the ball really successfully, right? That have a makeshift offensive line. You got a quarterback with an elbow that may or may not be healthy. Um, neither one of those backs are guys that you're going to give it to 25 or 30 times a game. Matthew Stafford's going to have to just muscle up, I guess, right? Like Because they're, they're not going to be able to run. They haven't been able to run. They really, other than a couple of games here or there, since Todd Gurley, no one's really been That's right. great on the ground. That's right. That's not what they do. They throw the ball a bunch and I don't know what you do with his elbow if it's not right, but it's not all of a sudden they're going to turn into some team that's running the ball 35, 40 times a game. It's not what they do. Yep, that's right. I mean, listen, the offensive line, you're talking about it. The running backs are not great. The commitment to the run was not necessarily there, and it's probably because if Sean McVay were listening, he'd go, dude, come to our practice and watch what we do. Our strength is getting the ball to Cooper Cup, Tyler Higbee, now Allen Robinson. That's that's what we need to do if we're going to win, especially given the circumstances you just laid out, Travis. Yeah, no, look, they, this is how they've won games. They won a bunch of games last year by throwing it around and getting a little bit of a run game, keeping you just honest. When they, when Stafford went through November last year and he had that pick six string and it was just a really rough month where they didn't win a game, they leaned on uh, Sony Michelle. But again, this was, this was 60 yards a game, 75 yards a game. They weren't stacking up 130s, 140s, 150s. They just need a little bit. It doesn't have to be great. It just has to be something that you'll do a handful of times a game. And I don't know if you can do it a handful of times a game when your offensive line doesn't block particularly well. Trav, we've run out of time. Laura's going to get mad if we go over the break here. But, uh, you no, know, Don She's already no, no. Yeah. Ne- le- le- next time we need heartbeat will be the new theme song for the Travis segment. Every <laughs> I love that. I love it. At I love it. Good. There and you go. If we want to throw in a little Jack Wagner, we can do that too. There, there you go. Jack Travis Wagner. Is- wow. Yeah. No, I and look, I got, got, I got deep eighties pop knowledge, whatever you need. I'm here for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Cappy. Now you got Cappy's attention. All right. <laughs> Travis and Slee each and every weekday morning at 10 AM. And of course, catch Trav on the Rams pre and post game and all the, uh, the uh the the auxiliary shows that uh, everything rams basically you're like mr ram you know I, what yes. slee was mr laker you're mr ram and i think you should wear that proudly I, I i do i wear it with a great deal of pride i wear my rams horns everywhere i go into bed at night <laughs> wow mrs mrs rogers can't be uh well maybe she does like it who knows hey now. i'm like hey. a viking and a ram it's both. there you go hi trev <laughs> thank you brother appreciate it uh, there he is awesome yeah hey radio tinder Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Christopher. Wow. Am I the only person watching this game? Yes, uh, but, you know. I I don't know West West Virginia, Virginia Virginia Tech? No, no, no. Uh, (laughs) No, no. Cleveland, Pittsburgh. I'm watching that game. No, no. No. It is windy in Cleveland, pal. Yeah. Maybe that explains why uh, those gloves are on Tony Gonzalez. 
By the way, Radio Tinder is presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Go ahead, Lynn. Sorry. Take it away, Lynn. Thanks. Thanks, Sedano. All right, guys. So... Adam Levine's alleged Instagram DMs to a model have become the internet's latest meme with a lot of people criticizing and mocking the Maroon 5 singer for being cringe. The Adam (laughs) Levine cheating scandal meme first went viral earlier in the week after an Instagram model posted a TikTok alleging that she had a year-long affair with him. So now the internet's just going crazy and zeroing in on some of the messages that he allegedly sent her according to screenshots that she she shared that say, quote, it is truly unreal how bleeping hot you are. A lot of people just can't get past his flirty DMs. And after the woman's TikTok went viral, a lot more women have gone public claiming that Levine DM'd them with flirty or inappropriate DMs. So he denied having an affair, but he admitted that he crossed the line with his DMs. Does Adam Levine deserve to be canceled for sending flirty DMs to women considering he's married? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? I mean, canceled for that? I mean, People no. Are trying I mean, to his, cancel wa- him. his wife can divorce him if he want, if she wants. Like that's kind of between them, right? Like I, it's why I don't even want to talk. Like I don't love to talk about this Tom Brady situation because clearly there's some sort of family strife there. I don't even know how comfortable I am talking about this Ime Udoka thing, to be honest with you. Uh, although I do have some opinion on that, which we'll get to later, I guess. But uh, yeah, like I, I don't know, man. That's between him and Mrs. Levine, you know. <laughs> Well, I definitely do not think he deserves to be canceled. I don't understand why people take to social media to air out other people, and I don't know what side is true and what side isn't true. And I wouldn't have even known about this Adam Levine thing if it wasn't for your post last night, Lindsay, because I saw Mm -hmm. your post and I'm like, is she really posting this that somebody sent this to her? And then it took me a while to like figure it out that it was from Adam Levine. I was like, Adam Levine is sending Lindsay DMs, and then I just started to see it was all over the internet. I actually had to look this stuff up. I wasted my time looking this stuff up last night. So I, yeah, still, I, mean, know what, I still didn't know what it was about until today, and I figured it out, obviously, after seeing all the memes. So Yeah, everyone was posting funny memes like, you know, someone just posted it in our group chat. Who was this, you, Sedano? That somebody made a, uh, on, in the Twitter community, someone made a parody of it using Mason's pick in his hot tub so everyone's been doing it i think it's really funny but i feel like there's all these articles coming out about like people wanting to cancel adam levine and blah 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 like he's got shows coming up with maroon five and they need to cancel him and it's like i mean at the end of the day like they're adults and while obviously i do not condone cheating i don't think that somebody should just like their career should be ruined over sending flirtatious dms well hey know. good good luck canceling him what are you guys what's good what's gonna happen people aren't gonna buy tickets to their shows really people who love maroon five are gonna go see their shows they're not gonna go oh i'm not going to see that he sent dms that are flirty and cringy <laughs> right it's not happening right, right. And plus, he's a rock star, and he's married to a Victoria's Secret model. How many famous people do you hear about, like, having affairs? Again, I'm not saying it's okay, but, like, Hollywood people don't live in the same world as us. So, That is true. That part is true. That there are, there could be uh, relationships with understandings. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know what people's private lives are. And that's why it's like, you know, whatever. I kind of shrug my shoulders. That's between them to figure it out. Maybe they have an open relationship. My name is Paul, and that's between y'all, you know? (laughs) 
Thank you, morality police. All right, so the National Transportation Safety Board is now recommending that all new vehicles in the U.S. be required to have blood alcohol monitoring systems that can stop an intoxicated person from driving. The recommendation could could reduce the number of alcohol-related crashes, one of the biggest causes of highway deaths in the U.S., The technology would automatically test a driver's breath for alcohol and stop a vehicle from moving if the driver is impaired. So the driver would not have to like blow into a tube, but a sensor would check the driver's breath. Do you guys think that blood alcohol monitoring should be required in all cars? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? I'm so confused. Blood alcohol monitoring. You walk, you get into your car, you're breathing, and your car is going to tell you, hey, man. You are too impaired too to drive? Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. It actually kind of sounds like a very safe thing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of for it. I, I just can't imagine how this is all going to work. But if you tell me that there's technology and we can pull it off um, and we can keep drunk drivers off the road, I'm, I think that sounds like a good thing, does it not? Uh, yeah. Laura, you were saying we already use it? Don't we already use something like that for people that are like had DUIs? Well, the people who are, are yeah. right, who have had yeah. DUIs, they yeah. have this thing. It's like basically like a breathalyzer yeah, type thing that they have in their car. But this is without the breathalyzer mechanism. It's just like more. And tech- it's for everybody. Right. Like and it's more technology cars. based. Yeah. I mean, Every I love car. it, but I'm just saying I feel like it's. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, you know. It, don't I, drink I have, and drive, people. Don't drink it, and drive. For sure. Just what is a don't. DUI? Somebody who has a DUI. What, what's I don't know anything about this. I've never had one, thankfully. So I had a yeah. friend who got a DUI mm-hmm. and there's like a little device thing. And before before he can even start his car, he has to like breathe and, you know, blow into that to make sure he's not drinking. And that really? everything's fine. Yeah. And that's how the car will start. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've never heard yeah. of that. It's like mm-hmm. that one's like a more, you know, you like she said, you have to breathe into a tube and everything. And new technology with cameras and all that kind of stuff in people's cars, they have the ability now and they're like testing the technology where it would just like censor your your breathing and yeah. say whether or not you have alcohol in your breath. But I don't know. I just feel like where are we as a society that something like that needs to be required? Well, we're in a place where people get drunk and drive and kill other people. So. I know, and it's pretty. It's sad, and it's messed up that that's the world we live in these days. It's depressing. What do you got next, Linz? All right, so the Bengals were in the Super Bowl last year. Of course, they lost to the Rams, and this year they've been pretty bad so far, starting the season off zero and two. A lot of the criticism revolves around the offensive line, which has already allowed Joe Burrow to be sacked thirteen times. Well, Joe Burrow himself has been a lot of has received a lot of criticism, especially turning the ball over five times. Well, he's not hearing all that noise right now because he decided to delete his social media. So he said people can say whatever they want. He's not hearing it. Has work ever caused you to delete your social media temporarily? Swipe left (laughs) or swipe right? That's the irony of you asking that question is fascinating. But the um, (laughs) the I I would say no. I just I can turn it on and off. Like I don't care. Like I'm I'm good like that. I mean sometimes I use it maybe for a little extra kick on the show. Um, But when I'm off the air, it's like. I don't know. I don't, there are times I go many, many hours without noticing anything on social media. Um, Hence the Adam Levine thing. So, uh, and I think that that just comes with age and just like, I also have like real life responsibilities I got to worry about, like two children and a wife. And I got a lot of stuff going on and work and just, there's a lot of things. So I don't always have time for social media. Um, When you're the quarterback and you're young and you're single and you're a good looking kid and you know, you're, you're used to a lot of praise then, um, you know, when the negativity comes, it could be hard to deal with. And I'm not saying that as 
Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just saying, like, that's just a natural human reaction. So do what you got to do, man, to tune it out. I mean, I don't, but I'm also 20 years older than you. So I don't, I don't have to deal with it the same way. But um, ultimately, what I would say is, you know, use it for fodder, man. Like, I use it for fodder. Cappy just responded to some dude. What was this dude you just responded to? Complain to management. What did he say? Um, he said that, uh, is the show ever going to discuss, like, really hardcore sports topics? Um, and then somebody we else said... We just had Travis on talking about, like, the Rams running uh, not not running enough. Like, is that not sportsy enough for you? I guess not. So anyway, the guy was like, no, the show is about Radio Tinder, and it's about a bunch of nonsense, and then Kaplan's dopey stuff. And I'm like... Well, so, it is all that stuff. Right. But, it's, so, but it, it is also bringing on Travis to talk about karaoke and a heartbeat by Don Johnson. And then also asking him, Hey man, you're the Rams guy. Um, what do you think? Should they run the ball more? What the bleep? Well, I just think that they should complain to management. Yeah. Like take your time, call the radio station, ask for the boss, complain look, about it. Look at the end of the day, you either like the show, or you don't, you rock with us or you don't. And that's cool. If you don't rock with us, we're cool, bro. Trust us. We're fine. I, so I told you guys the other day, we had this whole discussion. Are we cool? Or are we not cool? You guys said you aren't cool. I am cool. No, we're cool with ro with what we're doing, we're oh. not that we're cool. Oh, I think I'm still cool. Yeah. In the meantime, I've never shut off my social media. I've thought about it a bunch of times. I do know people that have told me that when they've taken Twitter off their phone, they find that they are much happier people. Do you know anybody like that that has just eliminated yes. Twitter? For, how, like, Lindsay, how long were you off Twitter? About a month. And were you happier? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Why do we do because... this to ourselves? I don't know. I mean, like, like Sedano said, like some people can block it out and not let it bother them. But like, I feel like there's only so much of that, at least me that like, I want to look at, I, I like Twitter because I like getting news and information about my sports teams. And yeah, but you don't have to look you know, at your mentions. It's yeah, hard though. It's yeah. hard. It's like dopamine. You see that, you see that little dot next to the bell and you're like, Oh my God, I spend way more me? time in the Sedano and cap community on Twitter than I do on actual Twitter. I love everybody who gets this one. I saw Darth Navarro today says that he wakes up in the morning, he checks the community, and he doesn't even check his timeline anymore. The only community that he's a part of is the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. I like that. Yeah, that's the thing I do. I, I honestly spend like 90% of my Twitter time now on the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. So, hey, that is Radio Tinder each and every day at 5.30. Coming up next, Balake, our Dodgers insider. There you go. You want Dodger stuff? You want hardcore sports? Hardcore sports. I mean, we'll talk some of that with him, so you'll get a little bit of that. <laughs> Chris is on a roll today. He's crushing He's on a heater. it today. He is yeah. crushing it. <laughs> Someone needs to make that prototype of a doll of Cappy. <laughs> kind of doll so, that you pull yeah, the string and the, and the I cappy my doll salami. what would the cappy doll say so let me get this straight <laughs> right that would be one of them or the sedano doll would say something like um well this is bleepery is a good one or um no way shape or form something like that one of those kinds of phrases that sedano likes to use any way <sighs> shape or form the sign the sign bro. oh the size a good one too <sighs> yeah like right you pull the string and the doll goes <sighs> Who made him say, Cappy? Uh, Balake is joining us here, our Dodger insider, Blake Harris. Follow him on Twitter, at Blake Harris TBLA. Follow him on Substack. And what's the new venture? I'm sorry that I don't remember the name off the top of my head at the moment. Yeah, the uh, we got a couple of adventures, but the top one is a brand-new Dodgers podcast inside the ravine, wherever you guys get your Dodgers podcast. So uh, 
multiple episodes a week, lots of guests coming up. So for those podcasters out there, uh, Inside the Ravine. Okay, right. excellent. Inside the Ravine. All right, let's get right. I want to get knee-deep into actually, this. actually, George, I, I just want to say really quick, this is actually my first episode I'm doing where I'm actually inside the ravine. I'm inside oh, wow. the street level now covering a game. So I'm actually your insider inside the ravine today. So it's perfect. I well love done. it. I love it. Excellent job, young Blake. Now, let me ask you this. I got pitching questions for you. I'm just going to I'm just going to rapid fire these three names and you tell me what to expect moving forward here. Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin, Blake Trinan. Those are tricky tough questions at this point. I'll start with Dustin May. We know he's going to be with the Dodgers in October. The only question at this point is in what role? I said all along he's probably going to be one of the four starters, but Seeing how he started to struggle as of late, I'm not so certain he's got one of those, you know, starting spots locked up. Tony Gonsolin, he threw today off a mound. looked really good. His velocity was there. It looks like he's going to throw a couple more times, and maybe he'll be back by the end of next week. So really encouraging news with Tony Gonsolin. Blake Trinan, not encouraging news. Uh, his arm's not doing too well. He's going to shut things down for a couple days. He's going to pick up a ball on Saturday to throw, and it sounds like if uh, things don't go well on Saturday, my guess is he's going to be shut down for the rest of the season, the postseason. Hey, Blake, um, I'm curious to know what you think. You know, the, the Dodgers were on this great run, and they'd won five straight games, and they've lost their last two. Do you think that they're just at this point kind of letting down and saying let's get ready for the postseason? Yeah, I mean, the last few games have been really ugly. I mean, they've lost two in a row. It honestly should have been three in a row, had enough in for a late comeback. But the defense has been sloppy. The offense has been non-existent. I look across to the D-backs, you know, their pitching's been fantastic, and, you know, their, their batters have been doing the job, and the Dodgers' offense has been pretty quiet. So I don't know if it's necessarily kind of just taking the foot off the gas. I know they've been having fun with some lineups where, you know, they're giving guys a bunch of rest and they're having guys getting consistent at bats. So I think it's just, you know, at this point where everyone has those few game stretches where things just aren't clicking. I'm interested to see how they look tonight to close out the series because if the Dodgers don't look good tonight, then I think we're getting a little concerned as uh, we have the Cardinals coming into town because this weekend is a potential, you know, NLCS matchup, and you want to be lots of motor ready for that. So hopefully they wake up tonight, and this uh, this weekend's a good series for them. Blake Harris, our Dodger insider, every Thursday at 545. Follow him on Twitter at BlakeHarrisTBLA. Subscribe to his new podcast, Inside the Ravine, and, of course, subscribe to his Substack. This kid's pumping out content all the time and he's doing it for free for us because we love him and he loves us and we appreciate hey george him. by the way remember when we first got with blake he thought it was like the worst thing that ever happened to him oh my god i lost this job you called him and said hey come on the radio and look what's happened ever since turns out that losing that job blake was probably the best thing that ever happened in your life yeah it's one of those cliche things where they say one door closes another opens but in this case it's like one door closes and about five or six doors open so uh, extremely grateful, but like I said, uh, it all starts at the top with the Sedano and Cap show, the best show on uh, ESPN. Thank you, pal. Appreciate it. All right, enough of the uh, you know flattery because uh, with Cap, it'll get you everywhere. With me, I just want to <laughs> move right. on. That's right. So, um, is this could be cliche to say, but I, I feel like we are. You know, I, we talked about this last week with you about how like people aren't appreciating this run that we're in in Dodger baseball, like this decade, last decade or so of like excellence uh, and sustained excellence. And, you know, you could obviously continue to say that despite all the ups and downs from an injury perspective with Clayton Kershaw 
And nothing describes that more than his uh, most recent start on Monday where he struck out 10 in six innings. Like, when you're looking at uh, Clayton Kershaw right now, uh, how do you view him? What what do you see in him as a pitcher at this stage that maybe is better uh, than it was in previous iterations of Clayton Kershaw? Uh, What are you just seeing overall from his performances? I mean, the crazy thing with Kershaw is the season he's having this year, granted he's missing a number of starts with injuries, but the season he's having would be a career year for 90, 95% of starters in all of baseball. For him, it's like the 10th best. So I've been really impressed with Kershaw, especially the fact that he's been able to bounce back. He's able to go deep into games one out. The fact that he still is able to generate, like you said, 10 strikeouts when throwing a fastball that barely you know, creeps above 90 miles an hour, that's tough to do. And the fact that he's been able to adapt over the years as his velocity has gone down, uh, it, it's been truly nothing short of spectacular. I mean, the other day, Gary Cole of the Yankees came out and said Clayton Kershaw not only is the best left-handed pitcher of our generation, he said he's the best left-handed pitcher of all time. And the fact that he's doing this in year 15, uh, I mean, again, if he had a few more starts at this league, he'd be in the young race, but truly remarkable from what we're seeing from Clayton Kershaw and what he continues to do for the Dodgers on a night-to-night basis. Hey, Blake, we can hear the background noise, so I just want you to set the scene. I know we're an hour away from game time, but um, are people starting to get in? I, and I ask it this this way because I feel like I've kind of tuned out on the Dodgers in the last maybe 10 or 12 games because they've, they've run away with it, and I'm just waiting for the playoffs to start. Set the scene with what's going on at Dodger Stadium. So it's tough to set the scene because right now I'm actually a suite level at the Bank of America suite, so I actually might be knocking door to door to see what uh, companies we got here and what kind of free goodies I can get. But when I was out there you know, about 30 <laughs> minutes ago, the place was already buzzing. I mean, the place is packed. Granted, it's a Dustin May bobblehead night, so people like the bobblehead. But, I mean, there must have been at least 20,000, 30,000 people already. And, again, we're, what, an hour and a half from first pitch. So even though it's, you know, the Dodgers are winning every night, uh, this place is still putting in 50-plus thousand, regardless of who's coming to town. So it's buzzing. Like It, it almost seems like a postseason atmosphere here, uh, like I said, oh. an hour and a half before first pitch. Okay, Blake Harris. Our Dodger insider each and every week at 545 every Thursday. Follow him on Twitter at Blake Harris TBLA. Subscribe to his Substack. Even Cappy will do it next year, I think. He says it's too late this season, which is stupid because the postseason's coming. Uh, that's when you should really want to uh, subscribe. Maybe and I will. Of, and, of course, the podcast, Inside the Ravine, and he's inside the ravine right now. Thank you, pal. Appreciate it as always. Sounds good, guys. Have an amazing weekend. You too, too taking, taking a page right out of my own book there, George, going sweet hopping, you know, walking around the sweet level, looking at the companies and going, who do I know here? Who do I know here? How can I blend in here? Who's free food and booze can I eat and drink? That is, that is very good job, Blake. Very proud of you, man. All right. Coming up next, we've got uh, what you need to know. Plus, ooh, Raiders quarterback Derek Carr with an interesting admission, Cappy. I'll tell ooh. you what he said next.